What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here, Mr. Tony Trujillo, along with my homie, Austin Rawlson. Austin, buddy, first off, I think we should uh, introduce our guest on the show. I'm going to let you take that, and then you got to tell me how in the hell your day was, because... Mine sucked, but let's hear let's let's get all the introduction and stuff out of the way before we dive into anything. Um, so we have two people I work with, um, Drew and Dylan. They work with me on the food trucks. Um, so we have some insane stories and such. So I thought it'd be good for people to to learn a little bit. We'll learn them some something. Perfect. Well, shit, man. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, you know what? Hold on. I'm just going to jump right into this, dude. It's kind of unrelated to what we were planning on talking, but you're a truck guy, so just out of curiosity, what the fuck is the beef of, like, Ford versus fucking Chevy? Like, I don't understand why this is even a thing. Like, I well, see shit all the time on Facebook about people fighting, right? And from my experience, I've had I've had better luck with Fords not taking a shit on me than Chevys, but there's, like, a for real battle on Facebook and Twitter and all that shit between people. Well, I think it's, it's in the early, early, when they're both being, when Ford and Chevy are making General Motors, all that are making vehicles, they all made pretty good vehicles. But as it's gotten farther down the line, you see that General Motors has kind of let it slip. It's like America versus Mexico. One's clearly superior. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, did we just get canceled? Uh, Tony got canceled. Looks like. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Sorry, I had to turn my shit off for a minute. Um, my fucking computer's acting weird. No, I was just sitting here laughing because I was like fucking... It reminded me of something I was uh, arguing with somebody about today on Facebook. They were talking to me about fucking like socialism and all that shit. And I was like, you know, I'm not one to play the race card, but you're clearly white. You're probably born in America, correct? And it got into like, well, I've traveled the world. But we'll ignore that. (laughs) Well, no, like my thing was just like, dude, it's I've noticed it's only white people ever lecturing other people on race. And that's what I was getting to with her. I'm like, have you even fucking been to other countries that suck? And because I told her, like, you know, I'm fucking, I'm Mexican, dude, but I'm smart enough to know that the fucking place that my people come from is a shithole. Like, I have no problem (laughs) saying it. It would suck, dude. I would not want to live there ever, dude. I don't even want to fucking visit. But she's over here boosting about, like, financial shit. And I was just, like, thinking, you know, I can highly doubt you've ever been to any place where this has happened before. And like, like I said, I'm not one to use the race card, but I was like, you're, you're clearly a white girl trying to talk to other people about... See, Tony, you're missing it. The, the constant threat of being kidnapped is part of the, half the fun. You need a little sense of adventure. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of danger makes every, makes every vacation a little bit more fun. Did you know that... I tell people this all the time, but did you know that if you go to Mexico... If you're not going to be in the tourist areas and you go like elsewhere, there's a curfew for tourists. Like you need to be either in a hotel or in a hostel or whatever by 5 p.m. Because if you're not in there, the police won't help you because they will kidnap you. <laughs> they fucking put you in oil drums and they set it on fire if they don't get the ransom. Hello, like... 911. What's your emergency? 
<laughs> the only um, good thing about Mexico is just the fact that drugs are you can take twenty five cents and get a gallon sized trash bag of weed. But anyway, <laughs> probably gonna be rags. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> But Austin, uh, go ahead. I, I interrupted you. I knew you were on to something, but I had to keep going on a tangent. Um, I'm not even sure what direction we were headed or if we were going uphill or downhill. So We were talking about drugs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we're talking about drugs. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> All right. Let's kick my dad's ass. And your hand with my book right I got more in there. But yeah, so we were the reason we wanted to have them on to have a conversation was more along the lines of like a lot of people have would you call it a glorified and picturesque version of what running a food truck looks like? It's it's a shit show on I'd wheels. Say, <laughs> yeah. But like you think your average your average person person vastly underestimates the work required. I um, feel like they under Undervaluate the amount of products that go out of a truck compared to a restaurant. There's, we, we brought at least two tons of meat. <laughs> we bent the axle, the trailer on the axle a little bit. Yeah. And we're already like, Shoot. we're running low. <laughs> how quick do you guys, a week and a half. how quick do you guys run out of product? Because there's a, so there's a food truck across the street from where I work, and this dude brings a certain amount a day, and he usually runs out before his work day and has to go get more shit and bring it back. Does it really sell yeah. out that quick? Yeah, so a yeah. food truck doesn't have much storage. Yes. Either there has to be freezer food or refrigerator food, uh, and the storage in a food truck is very valuable, and it's very hard to come by in a, in a say, a 12-foot bed. You know what I mean? We were saying right. a pallet every two weeks. We were doing, fries. yeah, yeah so about, about 500 pounds of French fries a week is what we put off in our truck. So that's enough well, to keep Rosie O'Donnell fed for at least so three days. You got to find a place to store that. So that's why a lot of people have to go <laughs> shop again because they don't have a place to store the product, like a restaurant, for example, which has a big ass freezer. <laughs> And trucks that come to it. <laughs> you can't have a truck come to a truck. That's yeah. just that's mixing the wrong. You gotta have nobody's a pulling up at the <laughs> jazz fest with a fucking semi <laughs> and unloading pallets. So the Would issue you... is with a food truck is where do you put the products in the truck? But where do you if you do ever order a pallet, if you get where to you that level, that? where are you gonna put the pallet? You gotta pay somewhere to store it also. Shit. I think people think it's a lot easier and cheaper than it is. <laughs> yeah, they think like, oh, yo, I'm going to get a little. Pop. I'm going to buy a truck and I'm good to go. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm just going to. Where are you going to park that stuff. truck? Because it has to be plugged in because your products are in it. <laughs> you don't even know what products you're going to buy. You never know. You could be hanging outside your truck. A couple of dudes jump out of a Chevy Silverado trying to steal your truck <laughs> with you inside of it. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Well, it's kind of a dumb question, but I figure one of you probably knows the answer. How much money does it take to put into a food truck, like starting up? Because I've met a lot of people or that think the that they can just do it. Or the whole business. Yeah, for the food, business, truck, or just what? the truck. Let's, 
let's let's uh let's put it all together we'll say a whole a whole year like the just the start of the business so truck food so, so we're getting a truck built on a deal right now without equipment like a crazy good deal a crazy good deal for thirty five thousand for a drivable truck without equipment <laughs> Then it's a couple thousand dollars for a fridge and a couple thousand dollars for a flat top. I'd say roughly ten to twelve thousand dollars for equipment on top of that. And then oh, you have to shit. pay a commissary. And then if you want to paint or wrap, yeah, you got to put a paint or a wrap on it. That's extra. A lot. And <laughs> and then you have to pay a commissary monthly with a deposit just. To, because you have to have a kitchen to you prep need, your food and yeah. it's it's conserved by the health department that needs a sink and all that <laughs> so you can do your dishes yes yeah, so you're looking like you're gonna need like two hundred fifty thousand dollars to uh, legitimately to be on good ground a healthy start a healthy start where you're not constantly like going into your freaking quickbooks like i say somebody could start it with sixty thousand yeah, because I guess you don't need to do you these events. And no. stuff. You don't need to, because you have to pay to get but, into these big events where you make money also. So. Yeah, it's like a couple thousand bucks for each event. You don't get a you don't get a roll up to like a Christmas market and just show up. And Even start to go food. just to downtown Denver at night, it's two hundred fifty bucks a night. A, you have to buy a spot. Everybody's gonna try to get a, their cut. You have to actually pay to go to these like to be in an event like a spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, we do Douglas County Fair, rodeo, and shit like that. It's roughly either they want five or ten percent of your food sales, or or you they want a straight payout, which is like two grand to five grand, depending on how big the event is. There's been events we paid ten, ten yeah. grand, just to oh, be there, just to be there. But we made a hundred thousand dollars at the event, so it was worth it. <laughs> Not but, bad. That's ten percent of rev- Jesus Christ. That's crazy. <laughs> well, it, what tips would you give someone about how to at least be successful, how to survive? Say, for example, I do know somebody that wants to do it, but they don't know shit about it. What do they need to menu. know? Make your menu is. As fast and simple as possible. It definitely needs to be as simple, and the ingredients all need to be interchangeable. Yeah, you need to have like eight. You can have eight different things on your menu, but they all have to have the same ingredients. Yeah, they all have base, to as a base. Basically, be made out of the same. Don't be some of these stupid, super ambitious people that have a thirty-point yeah. menu out of a truck. Call it the Gakery. And be, out, and, be out, and be out, and be out, and be out of the commissary in a month and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's a food truck. It's we've seen a, a lot of trucks fail because star. they want to be five star chefs on a food truck. And, and unless you have a million dollar backer, you can't. Yeah, do you it. have to have money to back because you're not going to make. All right, so you're not going to sell five star food off a fucking truck. <laughs> That's just how it works. <laughs> so I always say the biggest thing. Is 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 the faster you can get the food out, the faster you're making money. So you don't want to make it as fast as fast food. No. You still want that home cooking shit. But at the same time, you have to be able to have a meal out in under three minutes. Because if you don't, why is why are they waiting for your truck? What, what's what makes you better than the others? That's the point. Because everybody else is getting it out in three to five minutes. Why aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, and, and even though we are faster than McDonald's, yes, most of the we time, usually are. <laughs> but people don't mind because they yeah. know it's 
Good and, and, that, and that, what to expect. That's because the truck that we work on has a reputation at this point. Yeah, so yeah, I've worked on me. a different couple food trucks, and this one has the most reputation and is the fastest, easiest menu that has worked for a period of time. And it took on three years to be successful, but I didn't start that's working for him take. till that third year. And it was amazing. I've worked on a truck that makes no money called the Dapper Donut. And they sell donuts and they try to charge $12 for like eight of them. And it's ridiculous. Fucking tiny. There's the size of a silver dollar. Yeah. So in other words, what it's I'm hearing is, is baked goods do not sell well. No. You, you can't reuse baked goods either. So you can reheat meats after saving them. If you freeze them to temperatures, you understand you can resue. You're not having a waste. Waste is a factor in restaurants. It's going to be a factor in the food business regardless. Well, and I'm assuming you need a plan B if plan A doesn't work, meaning if you have to change an item on the menu at last minute. You need to understand that if you have to change everything, yeah, do it. It's not <laughs> if it doesn't work, get yeah. rid of if it. If it's not selling, it's not worth fucking having and buying. Take it off your menu. If sell what sells, yeah, yeah. and only what sells. <laughs> only don't what sells. don't wait. Like we said, space on a truck is so precious. You don't want to load it up with, with stuff that's say, not going to sell. Say you're, say you're selling burrito tacos with pork in them, and then burrito tacos with chicken, and burrito tacos with steak, and all that shit. What if you sell these chicken ones and you sell 10, but you're selling all your pork out in the first two hours? Cut that chicken out. Double your pork introduced. You know what I mean? Sell more pork (laughs) and steak. Which foods are uh, high-selling items, though? I mean, besides cheeseburgers. Uh, We sell euros. Yeah, euros. (laughs) Tacos. Tacos. But the problem with tacos is there's so many fucking taco trucks that it's almost impossible to be successful you, you, there's no there's no gap to be filled no. i mean there's there, there already there's already known taco trucks yeah, yeah. everywhere you turn it's a damn taco trailer it's a taco trailer someone's making tacos surprisingly not a lot of cheeseburger trucks no, no because cheeseburgers yeah. take them they take time because there's that burger bus yeah like studebakers <laughs> shit like that studebaker they missed an opportunity called studebakers ah i'm pissed oh but, but they missed that opportunity that's why ice cream <laughs> trucks are very even successful is because oh, yeah. uh yeah. they pay nothing for ice cream but don't but don't they don't run for... they don't they don't fucking have to store as much either because you don't have any grills in there you don't have a fryer really you, oh, it's you food just... it's food trucking on easy mode. it's just a Fridge. It's just freezers You're just rolling around in the fridge on wheels, and you can store so much product in there, and it doesn't get 140 I mean, degrees. In the truck. Everybody Volkswagen likes ice bus. cream. Yeah, exactly. And everybody likes ice something, some kind of ice cream. But the thing is, with ice cream trucks, you make half the money as food trucks. You gotta sell it cheap as hell, and you can't. Your your months of operation are cut in half. No one's paying twelve bucks yeah, a cone. Because because also we can sell a sandwich for when it's bucks. thirty degrees outside. Yeah, they can. You're not selling a chocolate dip ice cream cone in thirty degrees. No, no. I'd hope not. Hey, now I got. I gotta ask it though. What are the dumbest questions you've been asked? And I asked that just because I'm in oh, a line of business right. where I get. To <laughs> We had this one lady ask us uh, what the difference was between the uh, chicken and the pork. 
like the sound the animal makes. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, that is pretty stupid. Was she elderly? Nope. No, she was like she was perfectly fucking normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently her brain was something her, was wrong. Her brain was a little. What fun. was the one you got the other day? Oh, you got a good one. You just stared at him. Ah. <sighs> You just said it. Yes. I know. We just talked about it this morning. No, the problem is we talked about it this morning. Yeah. Right? Now it's gone. It's got out of my mind. There's a lot of dumb fucking. I gave some too. dude free shit yesterday. Told him not to tip us. And this motherfucker asked me if he could get a different one after I made it for him, and he brought it back to me. <laughs> and then he <laughs> and then he tipped me five bucks after I told him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, buddy, you can go somewhere else. <laughs> We're done. Do you ever have like, people ask you why shit's expensive? Because food trucks, I've you, have had to, people... you, you have to make a profit, obviously, but there's people that bitch all the time about the prices. I've had people ask why we're charging them tax. <laughs> like because they the government to... will screw yeah. us. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind because of obvious. you have to pay it. Yeah, this is how the world works. We're all taxed. Um, you guys ever had? You guys ever had someone get aggressive with you, like fucking throw food back at you? Oh, yeah. our owner got pulled out the window in a truck. Oh yeah, we had, uh, we had people try and steal our tip jar, spill beers in the truck, trying to fight us, ruin our apple. Uh, freaking pay uh, Apple thing. Pay chip reader. They spilt beer on it because they don't know how to control themselves. Or <laughs> we had a homeless person sneak on the truck, grab a roll oh, of quarters, and take off. <laughs> and our owner, who weighs like twelve pounds, soaking wet with twelve pounds of quarters chased in her pocket, down. chased them down. This crazy woman chased this <laughs> this crackhead through the, through the freaking through the park through and, Civic, actually, and she and she stops him. And she's like, you got my stuff, and a freaking herd of, 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 of tweakers beat the snot out of this other And got them stuff. dimes back there. <laughs> got those dimes. <laughs> we've seen a lot of fights. Yeah, we've seen flight fights. We've seen... I, I pulled a gun on somebody in downtown Denver. On a food truck. I was working on a Cuban truck. Oh, God. <laughs> and whoo, some little black kid said he was going to take all the money out of the register. No, thank you. I said, <laughs> no, you're not, buddy. We've seen violence. We've seen graphic nudity. <laughs> yeah, Austin had a, a streaker. Yeah. yeah, dancing through Civic Center Park with their titties flapping. Yeah, that's the tiny dancer. The tiny that's... dancer. I wanted to start handing out Ho No Mo programs if I was scared she'd bite my oh, pinky no. off. Well, that's Civic Center, too. Downtown's a shit area. Uh, oh, we're about to have a Zed's Dead concert down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. He works downtown, too. Yeah, I fucking... Did you so... see the Zed's Dead concert is at Civic? Yep. I'm not looking forward <laughs> to it. Because oh, everything that happens downtown, especially 16th Street or Civic or Union Station, anything that goes on at those, they all backtrack to where I'm at. So, Taste of Colorado really fucked you up, didn't it? Um, yeah and it wasn't homeless people or tweakers it was actually a lot of drunk people trying to break shit because the thing is is those events people try to use restrooms and they don't understand that a lot of these establishments want you to pay to use the restroom which is 
dumb, but they kind of have to do it, especially because it's downtown. There's fucking homeless people everywhere. So what they do is they get <laughs> rowdy and violent. And we had one guy ask us if we could use the restroom because they were down there for a taste of Colorado one year, and we told him no. And he said, well, where am I supposed to go to take a shit? And I've heard it before, and I usually redirect them to, like, a, a Subway or a 7-Eleven, which don't charge you. But at that point, I lost it and told them, you know, you're kind of far away from a bathroom at this point. If you ask me, you need to just do what everyone else does around here and pick a pot because that's just what fucking everyone does. They either shit on the door or a pot, so that's what I would do. Yeah, downtown's a, a fucking nightmare, but it's also a, it's a cash cow, too, because that's where everyone goes. Exactly. That's, that's, why, that's why the homeless people are there. Because they think they can get some of it. Oh, yeah. You'd be surprised. These people are... They basically live there. We find them in spots, and they're there every day. It's to the point where we know some of their names. And they do get money, especially from dumb people. It's, it's a lot of rich people, but it's a lot of dumb people, too. Because natural reaction when you're naive is you feel bad for people. Not knowing that these people are going to end up spitting in your face anyway. And so they give it to them. And as fucked up as it is, I always want to tell them, you shouldn't do it because it's very similar to feeding a stray dog. Once you hand them something, they come back. And they come in hordes, too, because it's like an underground network. They tell all their friends. And that's why they're there fucking up events, especially the food truck thing. In fact, our company does some of the security for those food truck events. And I'll never do it because I did it once. And all I did, it was very easy. All I did was stand there and make sure that nobody went in past the gate. You had to pay to get into this event because it, I guess it was like a, it was one of those food truck things they were doing where there's like a ton of them piled up and they're just competing with each other. But there was also a concert going on. So my job was to stand there and just make sure that nobody would come in. That was one fucking thing I had to do, and it was like 25 bucks. And I found out why. It's because nobody wants to do it. You get pissed thrown at you, and people try to sneak in and shit. So I wouldn't do it ever again, but it does pay good money just to be in the area. And one of the food trucks was nice enough and fed me. They didn't even charge my ass. So it had its ups and downs, but downtown is like a – it's hard because you have to kind of weigh in the losses – and then, of course, profit. Profit is, is there's people down there, so you're going to make money. But you got to remember, it's essentially like any other big city out there. There's going to be violence, and nine times out of ten, you're going to see some naked people. Yeah, the, the <laughs> amount of crackheads that came up to the truck was like, hey, you got some food? Like, I, I got, got some food, food, but not for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got food. You got money? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty much. It's like, yeah, I got $1.26. So even with the food truck world, we take that into account. Like, our owners don't want us downtown in open spaces at all. They want us not out past 9 in Denver either. So we only do events that end early. Like, Taste of Colorado ended when the sun went down. The latest we'll do is maybe 11, but that's rare. And that doesn't put you in the drunk crowd as yeah. much and around the homeless people where they a are. Chance to yeah, get and, out. and our truck is privileged to be able to do that. When you're starting your own truck, you're you're stuck. You're downtown. You're, you're stuck taking downtown. whatever you can get. Yeah. And you're taking yeah. whatever you whatever can. happens fucking happens. Yeah. If you get pulled out the window, should have been nicer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if your kids Wait, hold on. Them, chase them down. Put have a you guys actually that little picture. 
If you guys actually, I think you might, one of you might have said something, but if you guys actually seen somebody on your truck and pulled out the fucking window, our, our owner uh, had it happen yes, to him when they happen. started their truck. They were, he was, there's video of him and he's arguing with him and you see him reach up, grab and start pulling him through the Grabs window. Grabs him by his shirt and tries to pull him through the window. The guy does. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, people are nuts. People the, are nuts. And what drives me crazy is the, like, when you're at a restaurant, you would never walk back into the restaurant kitchen. The amount of people that think it's okay to walk onto the, the truck is ridiculous. It's just an open yeah. zone. And then they ask for ridiculous things. Like, like you don't, you don't go back to a restaurant and say, yo, I want a free sauce. Can you give me three of them? After yeah. you already picked your takeout order and left, and you took your food to your car, and you're yeah. coming back to them and asking for more, they shit. are not gonna. No <laughs> restaurant will ever do that. But the thing, that, the thing that drives me the most nuts is when people look at our truck and see it's maybe what 250 square feet, and like at the you most, guys, you guys got a couple ice back there. You think I've got an ice machine yeah. on this truck? You think I even got cups? <laughs> you know how many times people ask me if I can look in the back? There's no, no fucking back. back to look in. <laughs> this is the back. I got nothing. I can put my arms on both sides. This yeah. is the back. I can reach across and touch everything in this truck. <laughs> There's nothing else here. How often do people tip you guys? I asked that because in my experience, uh, most people don't tip. Actually, it uh, depends where you're at. It depends where you're at, but I'd say at least 70, 65%. Oh, easy. easy. We make if pretty not good. more. Also, I think you get tipped more as a food truck than you do in the restaurant. Absolutely. Just because people yeah. sympathize with you're how doing the your customer life. service and you're doing the cooking. <laughs> you're so doing all of it. You know then, what I right. mean? And they're actively seeing you work. And also the big thing is like when we were in Civic Center, it was 107 yeah. degrees it's outside. Not... And you're you're done. You're legitimately your body's yeah. decomposing. We, we well, were, it's 135. The, the news truck. literally came and took videos of me and Dylan. We were on the news in Denver because they said we were working in extreme heats. And I showed them the thermometer, it was 142 degrees. And people recognize that, and they tip you because of like, oh, this dude's life sucks yeah. if he's doing this. Well, they would never <laughs> do that. And you know what the crazy thing is? I love it. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's great. so great. It's we talk fun. about it like it's, it's insane, but it's it, the best job I've ever worked it, in my life. Easily. The most miserable I've ever been is doing this job at single points. But also, the best work I've ever done is also some points. It's a very it's a very satisfying job. It is satisfying. Once you finish the day, you feel like you worked your dick off. Because you, you did. And, and if, if you, you, did it right. you profited, you made good tips, and you it shows. And you it, know it, what it, I yeah. mean? And this job pays well. It, it pays great. And we're, so we are really blessed. We're lucky. Have, we're really lucky because we have two awesome owners, awesome owners who like actually care about us and put the work in. They take the small it. business thing to the next level. They do. They want it to be small business like and stay that way. Yeah, and, and and they're the kind of people who aren't scared to. Oh, here, hand me the broom. I'll sweep. You do this yeah, other important job. For example, they'll hop in and jump in and start working. Prime right example. Next to you. He walked in today in all Hugo <laughs> Boss clothes, fucking Louis Vuitton glasses, right? 
pushes Austin out of the way off my <laughs> and starts taking orders <laughs> and tells him to take a break. Yeah. Boss man wanted some hours. Yeah. I was like, I've been working for an hour and 15 minutes, Nico. Scoot joke. <laughs> he's like i miss working he like, said oh. he did he said i miss being on the truck with you guys like it's fun so it's definitely much better than working in a fucking restaurant well oh. the thing with a restaurant is and i've always said this is i've managed i've managed chipotle's olive gardens fucking casinos i've all these type of things i'm i've been in the restaurant business for 16 17 years now oh. and there's too many motherfuckers. That's the biggest issue. It's just There's, who you're working with who helps. And it, yeah, you get to know these people. And if they don't work on a food truck, you can just get them gone. And then you find who can do. You're not working in a restaurant factor. It's you only need two people that can really cook and a register person on each tr- truck. And that's when it's busy. So it's less chaos because you're only dealing with less people. I feel like that's a huge yeah, factor and, in the food truck. And and this also is when you're at a restaurant, what you tend to get is the same people, the same menu, the same location, the same thing over and over every day, every day, every day. Here, when you're on this truck, it's different people every time. It's a different location every time. The people's you're, attitudes are different. You could be at a concert, a farmer's market, or in a jazz festival on the, the same, same day. day. Yeah. In the same day. And so it's never this whole – at a restaurant, and I met – and Magic Restaurants made my mind – my brain melt. All right, but at the same time, why did it make your brain melt? And that's what I'm getting to is how many different people do you go through? It goes through a server, a boss boy, a, a – sometimes a food runner an expediter and then the cook how many things can fuck up in between there dude? yeah and, and the reason made, made my <laughs> mind melt have a fucking door greeter it's ridiculous yeah and the reason it made my mind melt because it was i was going oh. to the same place i was usually dealing with the same making the same 100 shit. people making the same thing over there was no variation in anything yeah the only variation you got was like sometimes the people you work with but this is exactly opposite. It's different people. It's the same food, but it's the same different people, different locations, but it's the same people. And you start yes. to learn the quirks. Like I've learned some things that Dylan does that I just know that, oh, I don't do this or he doesn't do this. Don't ask him for signs. It's Ezekiel. Yeah, right. get, well, they're two bucks, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Says right on the menu. $2. You can give a free one out every, every once, once in a while. <laughs> I ain't giving out fucking six in a row. So then it's probably easier because if there's one person or one thing that fucks up, there's only three or four of you, so it's much easier to deal with as opposed to a restaurant full of ten fucking employees. Quicker to fix. Yeah. And to solve the problem rather than have six people talking about it and nobody knows what to do. Yeah, there's a lot more doing and a lot less talking. Yes. In this it is, and it's because the three of us have worked together for what seven months now. Yeah, and I and mean, I've been working on the same menu for three years. In the, and in this <laughs> this summer, we were legitimately working together like twelve hours a day, almost six days day, a yeah. week. <laughs> and so we you know can... each other, and we we know how to work really well together. Yeah. So um, that's also a huge benefit of it's there it... only being three of us. 
Yeah. I feel like you have to grow or you get left behind in this business. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be always improving or we'll fire you because you slept in a in a freaking commissary while smoking weed. <laughs> that brings me not... to my next question. Do you guys ever have, had to fire someone like fucking Oh, uh, <laughs> oh we got some couple. stories. Huh. Walk offs. We got walk off. fired because a business called us for them smoking weed and sleeping in there. Oh my goodness. I, I we called people right out of jail and had them come on the truck. We're like, hey, you in jail? He's like, Nope, got out six days ago. He's like well, come to the truck. To be fair. <laughs> because we scheduled eight things in one day, and we got three trucks and four people to do all of it. So we're, we're calling reinforcements. That man worked like a champ. Yeah, he did. <laughs> hey, all credit to him. Prison got him ready for the food truck. Man. Oh, yeah. No, but we had some people that had no idea they, what they're doing. They were used to restaurant work. Not even. I feel well, like this dude worked even. at, what, Shake Shack? Oh, said? I thought you were talking yeah. about the... Well, D said he owned a restaurant, he he owned a restaurant, but he complained more than my fucking wife does. All right, <laughs> but yeah, the the um one of the big things Probably, was at yeah. some at some point we were so busy that we were just pulling random people to come work for us. 100%. Like one of the biggest events we do every year is is that you know jazz in the park downtown. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, one time we were like, you know what? It's just gonna be me, Dylan, and some random chick I never met in my entire life. Oh, that was <laughs> that was that was a day. I was scared. It throws a wrench in things. When they, when they told me this, we do, I was panicked. Yeah, also, I was like, "Who are we working with?" I'm like, "I don't know. I've never met her." And I was like, well, "I never met her." So we meet. She meets the truck. She's like four minutes late. I'm like, "This that's a is, bad start. This is gonna suck." <laughs> yeah, that timely so, shit is and we important. Doing like. Four thousand yeah. dollars. This woman's making euros. We're teaching her how to wrap euros in the middle of four thousand dollars. She's panicking, <laughs> and I'm trying as hard as I can to help her take orders without creating a traffic violation. Because our line is going out into the middle of the freaking walkway, down the walkway, back again. <laughs> Yeah. Was, so I'm trying to manage the line, help her, and poor Dylan. I hear him in the back mumbling under his breath as he's trying to lay penis on, on the thing, make meat on the grill. Absolutely. It's like fucked. 112 degrees inside the truck. We're all melting, and this girl is just a champion. She's got her head down, she's got a row full ticket, and she's she fucking cranked them out. She it killed really? it. Oh, she yeah. killed it. It was uh, a little Mexican lady. Oh, she's awesome. She fucking nailed it. Yeah, yeah. she went boop, 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 was going. I can't remember her name right now. End of the night, we finish up, we close up, and we all three just look at each other like, what the fuck just <laughs> happened? <laughs> like, dude, three of us just did jazz. Told you we could. <laughs> and then we were all like, you know what? That was stressful. T- we didn't, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> we could have probably done another $1,000. That's <laughs> when that that feeling I talk about at the end of the day, you're like, whoa, dude, we just did that in, in three hours. Like, it makes you feel like you climbed the top of a mountain. It does. It's similar. <laughs> it's not as grand. But, it's <laughs> there, but it felt like 80% of our of our Sundays were us kind of at the very end of the day like, we fucking made it. Oh my god, how did we do that? <laughs> there were about nine times that day I thought I was going to die. 
How often do you guys have like mental breakdowns while you're working? Like somebody just fucking flips out and they're fine like five minutes later. <laughs> I was about to say probably four times a day, depending so that- on how long your day is, because it's either a customer, something you need that you don't have, or something you forgot. Or <laughs> oh yeah, this is the big thing. This is the big thing for getting things. The amount of times I got the staple tape, I was like, I forgot aluminum foil. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I get to the event the other day. I'm like, Austin, where's all my spoons? <laughs> none. So I guess we're using plastic forks. Yeah, we got a rubber band plastic forks together. You just, you, you got to be good at fine, just figuring it out. You got to be good at making it work. Make no it matter work. what happens. But then also what happened was because COVID was last year, we vastly underestimated the amount of supplies and sales we need (laughs) and we exploded i mean we went from barely making money to selling out of everything so there were points can't even order it yeah Yeah. there are points this (laughs) summer where our boss is like i've been to every store in the denver metro area there's none deal with it we sold it all (laughs) We I'm bought sorry. it all, and we sold it all. <laughs> there was a pallet on a truck on the way. There's one in New York. There's it's some stuck acro- there. There's some halfway across the ocean. Yeah, yeah he said, yeah, I have more coming from Greece. <laughs> we, can't, we literally can't do anything else but just remove it from the menu. And wait. <laughs> there are people coming up, and it says, we don't have this. Like, do you have this? You don't read have the sign. your oh, yeah. number Yeah, one read the sign. That's, That's annoying. People don't read we've had not available on plant-based for like a month and people ask us six times a day like you guys got the plant-based i'm like no what pisses me me off today was it says not available and some girls is the plant-based available it literally (laughs) says not available like i couldn't be clear that was the one today i was was like na literally stands for not available and she asked if it was available. There is, <laughs> I couldn't have been more clear. That is the exact opposite. On the radio. That is, is that the shit, exact yeah. opposite of what your what that sign says. Is that shit actually a high seller? Like, how much of that plant based shit oh, do you guys sell? Denver, we'll sell fifty pounds every three, two to three days. Oh yeah, the hippies eat it. Up. Jesus, it, 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 have you ever had falafel? No. No. Never uh, in my life thought about it's, it. It's pretty so much good. like a hush puppy made from vegetables. Oh, and people love it, and it is really good. It's I'm like surprised to hear Austin say this. Now. I thought it was fine. It's, 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 it's great. Hey, crackhead, it's hot. Crackhead, it's hot. These guys are doing drugs over here. This man cooks himself. It's part of the restaurant world. Hey, we're just trying to get by. <laughs> it's the mental anguish. I'm trying to get it's the, it is the mental anguish like, from blowing out the window. But you laid it out the window. Wait, is no. Yes, you're getting cash apps. Go. Well, I see that plant based shit everywhere, so that's why I asked. Dude, we sell a buttload of it. Yeah, lots of plant based. I ain't even playing with you. Like we could pro- I mean, that's just one truck that does 50 pounds every two or three days. And we got four of them. So and right now, when I look at all the other we So are think about the- that just for oh. ordering pallets. Yeah, that's we- 
also nobody else use, does any vegan or no, vegetarian. We're the oh, we're one of the only trucks in all these events that has an option for those people. So, so they're so we get all of them. They're either they, gonna they buy from us, us or go hungry. They yeah. look for us at events now because we offer it. And so we kind of cornered the market a little bit. Well, Arepia has a couple of they things do. they do, but it's like, but they don't go completely vegan a lot of the time. Yeah, it's but just no. vegetarian. And, and that, well, yeah, that truck sells it out halfway through the market. Well, yeah, they bring eight hundred well, bucks for the product. <laughs> that's what happens. That's the thing. A lot of these trucks think they can bring a thousand dollars worth of product. Well, also some people are happy with just Make, doing making that and not giving a shit. Yeah. Yeah. If I open they a make tr- a mistake of doing that and also doing a main job, which is a stupid plan. Yeah, if, if I owned a truck, I would just bring two thousand dollars worth of food to every. Why event. would you not bring as much as you could? Do you not want to sell? Shit? <laughs> <laughs> now, now we yeah, got what an argument. Tell, what, what did you tell? What did you tell? What did you tell Nico? Are you scared of money? Yeah. What's <laughs> <laughs> he gonna do? Bite you? <laughs> We're talking about bringing a freezer trailer behind our truck yeah. so we can carry as much as possible. God, Dude, I'll buy a fucking warehouse and turn it into <laughs> a big old fridge. Put some big wheels on it. Yep. And that's it. Once you know you can sell as much as possible or trucks are running out, why wouldn't you bring more? I don't understand. It makes no sense not to. Are yeah. you lazy? Exactly. You just don't want to work? Well, like, I just don't understand the mindset of I'm going to open my truck I'm going to carry $1,000. If I sell out, cool. You be the last truck open so you can make as much money as possible. That's it, yeah. Like, I, I this weird, it's, it's a thing we get into all the time on this, is, like, there's this weird strife for mediocrity, like, of, of our generation, of just, if I'm mediocre, and that's I, enough. And I consider it in your generation. You might be you might be a little over. I'm over your generation. I'm but, in my thirties. But the, our generation has this thing like I'm, I'm gonna over. pump myself way up in generation. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> but it's this thing is like, oh, if I'm mediocre, that's okay. And like yeah. that's the difference between us and the I've freaking... never thought that way in my life. I have no desire to be mediocre. No, <laughs> neither do I. Good is not is, good enough, but, Austin. <laughs> but there is people who are hey. if I'm get if I'm at least average, I'm enough. That's the same people like the rapist truck or like the stupid idiot who puts coleslaw in her breakfast burritos. Who thinks are that the the freaking lady at Pearl Street? Oh said, my god! Yeah, um, your truck started. Your truck's dirty. Yeah. We have some lady walk up to me and, and <laughs> not my truck, your truck. She came to me and said, my truck looks nice. The other truck, your truck is embarrassing. <laughs> so let's be clear. That truck's from 1982. <laughs> All right. My truck's from That truck hasn't been washed on the outside in two and a half years. Hey, We're busy. I, We're making hey, money. I definitely ran it through the car wash <laughs> once or twice. That oil ain't ever coming. Oh no, that's something. No. The, the thing is, is like that lady. So, background: we're at a farmers market. Woman, and I bring my the truck that I usually drive to the farmers market because they're doing something more important. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the fucking cops in the woods. Oh yeah, yeah, we're hanging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, I pull up my truck. She walks over my truck and goes, "Hey." Um, did you guys get a new truck? I was like, no, this is the one we've had for a long time. I just drive it. I don't come to this one. I go to a different farmer's market. She goes, oh, this truck is so nice. That other truck they drive here is embarrassing. 
Now explain what she has. Oh, oh my God. She has a like a 1978 Chevy. Um, it's a fucking ambulance. Chevy Seafront ambulance, and it's in pristine condition. I mean, she's out there mid shift giving it the. Yeah. Well, you know, it's easy to keep your shit clean when you're not making food. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing is you can say that, but you made two hundred and fifty dollars today. Yeah. We made four grand. So you're not on the same level as us. Stop Sorry. acting like it. I'll clean when we get back to the kitchen. <laughs> That's the only event she does all year. Period. Which is absurd. Yeah, insane. How do you live? What that and why do it at that point? Why That's even true. invest the money in a truck? That's a lot if you're of gonna money. run it one day, if you're gonna run it one day a week for only nine weeks out of the year, for That's like a, bit a few hundred bucks. I mean, What's the probably... goal with running it, though? I mean, how many days a week would you say is uh, acceptable? Because I know you guys go by events, but I imagine you try acceptable, to Acceptable, I'd say... You can run it just the weekends and be okay. If you ran this Friday, it's... Saturday, Sunday. No. Well, if we're talking about just starting out, I'd say every night you should oh, yeah. probably if, be working. If, if you're talking about this is your first... If you're like three to four years in, you should probably do five... Right, like just starting. Yeah, and then like once you're into bigger events and stuff, you just gotta you, go. If you can plan your money out right, you could live off just the big events and no winter. And yeah, you wouldn't have to work through the winter. You go take a vacation, do it, whatever that, you want. That's the hard part of working a food truck in Denver. Is the winter January, January, February, March. Y'all did, did it, it, but it not was... everybody's built different like you guys. <laughs> we're from Pittsburgh, huh? Yeah. Is there <laughs> any uh, is there any dead seasons though? Like just time where business doesn't pick up. January, February, January, January, January February. February. That's why we're in Arizona right yeah. now because it's six feet, uh, two feet of snow on the ground. No one's coming out to the the, the yeah. truck. Really. And uh, right now it's fifty five out, and uh, we got a fire going. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so, so yeah, I if if you're starting out and you're doing the work, look right. into South Southern states yes. licensing also. Like Arizona state license was only 130 bucks for a year. Yeah, we just had to have some freaking 22 year old with a clipboard come on and wash your <laughs> hands, and we got it. <laughs> I could have asked her on the date. It was blue. <laughs> she didn't ask her a thermometer. She didn't give a shit. She goes, "You got a thermometer, right?" And Doug goes, "Yeah," and points to it. She goes. Cool. <laughs> they could have had could have had a battery. I love these states that are full of freedom. Arizona. Did, I opened Texas. my pipe table. She took a look. She went, looks good to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right on, lady. <laughs> this looks like a new trailer. We're good. How often you, do you guys have to like, deal with people like that, though? Honestly, not as often as you would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been told that health departments come in a hundred yeah times it's it came like four times in three yeah years. i have seen them about three times maybe. i've worked here seven months that was the first health department person i've met not a lot of them really uh because i think it's because nico knows if a health department person came on my truck while i was there i'd give them earful about bureaucracy <laughs> and, and freaking government overreach the whole time they're in the- like, <laughs> hey, why are you invading my space? <laughs> hey, this is a private establishment here. Why are you in here? This I'm with the city and county in Denver. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Get off my truck, and you bureaucrat. 
all the food trucks in Denver, there's so much competition right now that they will shut your shit down the health department there. And they've got so many rules that if you don't follow, they don't care. There's 300 more of them. Yeah, we have like a, we have like a freaking folder that's seven inches thick of just paper. Oh, yeah. On every, every truck. truck. They like checking your fire suppression system. Like my thing is if my truck burns down, that's my fault, my problem. Well, your insurance thing is different. Well, in the state well, of Colorado. Well, well, Insurance, my insurance could be like, yo, you got to have this. But the city county of Denver shouldn't have to tell me I have a fire suppression system. Well, I got to make sure it's set up right. What is the insurance looking like on those types of trucks? Oh, my God. You can say he's paying like three grand. I was going to say, I imagine it's expensive. That's yeah, because it's your whole business. Right. Yeah, so it doesn't just cover your truck. It it's it's your a equipment. business insurance, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, because it's not just a truck. It's all your products that are on there, all your equipment, you're literally your computer system, everything, your whole, all 60 grand that you've put in this truck. Yeah. Because what about the, sorry, the, your profits, your insurance also covers your profits. And there's also at any time, a couple hundred bucks on the truck. While no. you're working. So your insurance, if your truck is stolen or something, as in Lano's it's truck, the money you would, you would have, have made, made over that summer if you had a truck. Oh, shoot. They cover that also. So they take like an average. That sounds like we should let the trucks get stolen. We know someone that did it. <laughs> and they made $260,000 off of it. Damn. Yeah, they're probably and they have another truck now. <laughs> I bet you they do. Well, why not? Sounds like a good insurance policy. Every three, every three, every three years, get your truck stolen. Brand new truck. <laughs> get a brand new truck. <laughs> What's Just the, like uh, the Harbor Freight with the freaking generators. <laughs> What's plan. the process of cleaning on that look like? Because you know how in restaurants they have to do the deep cleaning and shit like that. I imagine with a food truck, you're gonna have to do that every time. How long Dude, does that take? Is See, what you do is you open all the doors and go through the car wash. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not really. No, no, it's a bigger situation, really. If so. you start, obviously, it starts clean. If you routinely clean every night when you get back to the kitchen after you're done working, you'll have to deep clean maybe once every like four months. At the no, I would say less. so. I worked on numerous different trucks, and I would say like once a week, two weeks, whenever you change oil, give it a nice okay. spray through with a hose. Or a power washer. That seems rather quick in between. How dirty do these trucks get? Yeah, no, no. To be clear, it the, depends who's cleaning yeah, it the, nightly. The That's three, the issue. The three of us don't make a huge mess. <laughs> now, after Taste of Colorado, it was a shit show. I we had probably bums. Could... I had bums in that thing. Yeah, I had dudes out of jail. I had Mexican chicks. I had my wife that does. <laughs> she's, she works for Child Protective Services, working on the truck. Like, it was a mess. It was a train wreck. I literally had to spray the. There's thing a out. pot. We got back and there was a pile of freaking pork just underneath the thing, just starting to regain consciousness. I heard it squeal twice. I was like, dude, this is so dirty. But we were just so busy that we would work 14 hours a day, come back, and they're like, we can't clean. Well, because we have to be back clean. at 6 a.m. Oh, yeah, so now you're being. We're not deep cleaning this crap. Just make it presentable. We'll worry about deep cleaning it later because it is one o'clock a.m. 
And we have to be back at six. That was the worst event I, I ever did in my life. I just every time. I tried to, Fuck but it, why not? I can't guarantee that someone else will that's not there constantly. And that's the biggest issue. That's why I'm always there. <laughs> <laughs> Solves that problem real quick. Just, just be there. Adele dies at 38. We'll know why. Uh, yeah. Have you, have you guys ever had to hire somebody like last minute and train them that day while there's a big ass event going on? Uh, remember that girl that went to the rodeo, Dylan? Wasn't she the one puking out the side? Oh shit? yeah. Did yeah. she? She went to the rodeo. Or she had no, Creek Arts she Festival. was at the fucking the Steve Aoki, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and she did uh, too many drugs, and she was thrown up out the back of the truck. Ooh. Well, it, there's a girl at Cherry Creek Arts Festival kept overheating. She said oh, it would get yeah. so hot, she'd start throwing up. Pascal, and it was a really nice day. This it was like church. 65 out. It was gorgeous. She's like, it's hot. I'm like, well, you go the fuck home. Yeah. I don't, tell you. <laughs> I don't need you at this point. You're not here. Yeah, Church Arts Festival was a super nice day. I went and got a brat. <laughs> I was in the window chomping on a brat in order. It was great. Chomping on a brat. Dude, dude Church Creek Arts Festival was was a great event. I didn't even get to see it. It was fucking sweet. It, it was so nice. We, we just bought a big trailer. And instead of driving, having to drive the truck, yeah. I got to drive my van down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you guys were doing that. I drove to Taste of Colorado <laughs> and got killed. Hey, I did. I, I, I did. I didn't even get to see did, Denver Art Festival. I did. I did, I did one of each event. I know. You got to bounce oh, around yeah, I did, everyone. I, I, I did one home. day at Cherry Creek Arts yeah, Festival. Yeah, you came to mine once, too. Nope. Yep. I was at Cherry Creek Arts Festival one day. I was at the Douglas County Fair and Rodeo oh, yeah, one day. Rodeo. And then I was at I went to the rodeo twice. And then I went to, Cherry, <laughs> then I went to um, Taste of Colorado. Well, I went to the rodeo the Thursday, the first day of the rodeo. And then they were, like, planning. Drew's going to run Taste of Colorado. <laughs> I and went. Drew was confident. He was like, this is going to be a piece of cake. No. I didn't and, think it was going to be that busy. Nico's like, it's not going to be that busy. Our boss is not going to be that busy. It's going to be kind of slow. <laughs> and Dylan's like, okay. And I get a phone call. Two hours in. We're out. I was like, you're out of what? Everything. everything. Literally, the whole truck is empty. I stole everything. <laughs> it's been three hours. There's been there's been a line the whole time. We got a line we got, we got here to set up. And the line was already like a block long. Dude, I did the exact same thing at the arts festival at the exact same time. I had sold out of everything. So Nico had to go to fucking both events and yeah, he was just driving back and forth to events, yeah, bringing and, us and, food. And D and I are at Douglas, the Douglas County Fair, and we're selling so much that Nico comes with lamb strips. Start selling these. <laughs> it's all we got left. And we're like, okay. <laughs> And we started selling the lamb strips. That's all we had. It was it was the most insane summer. I, I lost fifty pounds. Oh yeah, you lost a good amount. I lost like easily. fifty pounds. You were sweating it out, boy. Yeah, I I freaking I was I was literally working in the truck and my pants kept falling down. <laughs> there was one point where I had just I I just didn't have time to go to the store to buy <laughs> pants. I was, there was points where I was just taking on like rope and tying around my pants because because I was wearing these big old shorts and I'd be standing there and I'm like and I'm like trying to type stuff oh, in man. and then I had to grab I'd grab something and be typing something and I could feel my pants start to go I was like 
I'm about to flash this Hulk. I'm about to be Tiny Dancer 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't freaking strap those pants on tight. I almost went and bought suspenders. <laughs> I, I couldn't buy pants fast enough. Fucking great. <laughs> I couldn't buy pants fast enough. I'd, I'd buy a pair of pants. Five pants fast. That's <laughs> such a ridiculous. They, Real they, life problems I would here. Buy, I would buy the paint the shorts, and a week and a half later, they're falling down. I, so I had to go buy another pair. People are like, why you? Why do you only buy $5 Walmart pants? They last a week. I'm not spending 30 bucks on pants. That are gonna fall to my ankles in a week and a half. My doctor's like, it's not safe that you can't that you're losing weight this fast. And it was that plus I was taking this weird medicine that made me never want to eat. So I was eating like half a breakfast brew in the morning and not eating anything for the rest of the day, plus burning probably three thousand calories. I'm not gonna lie, I like have grown to the food truck life where I just don't eat anymore. You just live on liquids, literally. Liquids. <laughs> Man, if that ice cream truck that's by us would follow us around, I could live on liquids too. <laughs> that's a damn good chocolate milkshake, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Dude, so I'm assuming. Put me in a coma. <laughs> yeah, next time, get a small. Dude, I'm fucking on it. Dude, we all three drank a chocolate milkshake from a truck next to us, and we were, coma. we were all. Yeah. Welcome. What, what? What? Can we get you? And Dylan's like, "What Come is on. it?" I'm like, "It's a pork gyro with no onions." I turn around, he's putting onions. <laughs> like, I no onions. Yeah, and he pick it up, throw it in the trash. But it's pissing me off. I think that's the dumbest thing I ever did, though, was when we were at that Christmas market, and we were is real is that weekend where I even came on in a Saturday, the, the first day we broke yeah. the record. Man, that like Tuesday, I was working and I put a piece of aluminum foil down. What you do is aluminum foil, then the pita. I forgot the pita, just put the um, tzatziki right on the aluminum, spread it out, put onions, and look down and realize what I did. I just turned and looked at Via Nico, and they turned and looked at me, looked down, and Via loses it. Didn't you come to work one day when you weren't scheduled? Yeah, yeah, because like we were, we have eighteen different group chats. Fucking came and he wasn't even scheduled but, to work. But I, but I just looked down and goes, "Hey, can you be there at 11? I was like, "Sure." <laughs> I mean, it's my day off, but you know, <laughs> if you need me, I was like, "If you need me, awesome." Shows up, but it's like, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to work. I was like, you told me to be here. Austin's like, a bit of an overachiever. Looks down there and says, Nico goes, well, I guess you're here. You might as well work. Want some hours? And then, so I worked a couple hours, and it was just uh, me standing around doing absolutely nothing. I was like, Nico, I'm leaving. There is no work for me to do here. I am standing around staring at the wall. You don't need to be paying me what you're paying me to, to be standing looking at the wall. Our, our owners are so cool, Tony. Listen. They're great. That they pay us to come in, and when we don't have forty hours, sometimes, and we'll just go to Home Depot and, buy shit. <laughs> and we'll buy shit, and fucking get tools. <laughs> yeah, all the stool tools got stolen. So uh, my boss and I shopping. walking around um, Home Depot, like, you think I could use this tool? Maybe we could. 
Let's see what it does. Drew Sounds and like Dylan are in the truck in the parking lot. Like, where I was are they? Playoff football. Yeah, know. we were watching the football game. I'm sitting here like Drew, Nico. We have to go. Like, we have to leave. We are waiting to leave. And he's like. Well, I think we could check one last place for this kind of. We, we had the trailer out in the parking lot. Yeah, the trailer yeah. in the parking lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got out, and Brad's like, "What took you guys so long?" Nico had questions like, for the Lowe's dude, people. We were in fucking Home Depot. We know this takes <laughs> a minute. <laughs> if any of us go in there, it's we're in there. We're not coming out. <laughs> it's gonna be a minimum two hours. Jesus. <laughs> $600. Two hours, 600 bucks. We got six tools. $100 well, each. Sounds like a good deal, though. I mean, hey, I, as long as you guys are happy, that's all that matters, really. And it great. sounds like it is working out for you guys, too. Yeah, it's between Home Depot and Restaurant Depot, man. Home Depot. <laughs> first time I went to freaking Home Depot. De- first, just one day they text Depot. me, hey, can you go to Restaurant Depot? De- never been to Restaurant Depot. I know, it was so bad to send someone that's never been Goes, before on the Hey, home. can you go to Restaurant Depot and get this whole list of things? It's like, sure. I've never been there before, but how bad can it be? It's a huge store. It's bad. And Nico goes, I'll draw you a map of where the French fries are. And it's the most crudely drawn map, Micah. I'm sitting here at the front door of the restaurant depot with it sideways, my head caught sideways. I'm like, screw it. I'll just find things. And I looked over the whole store, couldn't find any French fries. I'm like, there's not even refrigerated stuff here. You didn't Every- look in the refrigerator exactly. section. I didn't even know that was there. There's a whole nother side of the yeah, building. Yeah, the whole other side of the building. I walk in and this screeching six-year-old lady, you need a mask, chasing me down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? She goes, you need a mask. And so I had to walk all the way back down to the front, off, the front desk. Just to get a get fucking mask. A mask. Then I'll walk around and finally ask the lady, it's like, I'm looking for french fries. She goes, well, you need to go through the refrigerator section, into the freezer section. I was like, where's the refrigerator section? She goes, you see that silver wall over there? (laughs) Go through that weird giant door with, like, Fetty falling from the sky. The flappy. Yeah. There's your refrigerator section. So I walk in, and it's not a refrigerator tunnel. It's a whole fucking building that's just a refrigerator. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Literally in, just boxes of frozen it's like a shit everywhere. Yeah, it's a whole other store. And it's all and it's cold as shit. And it's gorgeous. I love it. I walk in. I was like, but, but I walk in and I'm just hit with a wall of vegetables. And I'm like, okay, I need a lettuce. Where are the french fries? <laughs> all the lettuce is gone. No lettuce. All they got is shredded iceberg lettuce. Oh, I call Nico. I go to call Nico. No service in the refrigerator. <laughs> so what I did, I just grabbed, I just grabbed bags of lettuce. They gotta deal with it. They should have sent the fat guy who's never been here before. It was a big problem. <laughs> There's service in the refrigerator. And then so, you got to the freezer. Then I get to the freezer. I see the French fries, and I have specific size. Oh yeah, I look, I'm like, okay, no, no, don't, empty freezer. <laughs> and I'm like, do I go bigger or smaller? And I was like, 
Maybe they got something. There's a dude just whipping corners on a freaking on a on a <laughs> on yeah, yeah. whipping so, corners. Oh, yeah. They're going so fast. I'm like, someone's gonna hit me. I'm gonna die. <laughs> no one's gonna no one's gonna find me because my body's not gonna decompose because it's in a freezer. <laughs> I'm just gonna be stuck on the back of this forklift forever. But I, I flag him down like, hey, do you have these French fries? Because if it's not in the if it's not in the in the um, freezer, I don't got it. <laughs> Good I, answer. I style, buddy. <laughs> I like grand style. Kind of so, then you I was pick like, the fries you like. Right? So so I just went. I was like, okay, I can go slightly smaller or slightly larger. I was like, okay, I know last time that Drew got steak fries and Nico was pissed. <laughs> they were fucking gigantic. Then I went and looked down. I saw the next closest smaller were shoestring potatoes. I was like, absolutely not. This is not an in and out We're going to go slightly larger. And he goes, get three things of fries. And I was like, three things of fries? They're like, boxes. Like three boxes? Or do you want three cases of fries? Because I can't carry three cases of fries out there. I'm a big boy, but I'm not that you big of a boy. Take, you take a car. <laughs> they're big ass carts there so i went back and got a cart i got one flat bits like they got rolled in put the things on and then i'm looking for gloves and where, where do you think gloves are just give me random you think they're with like the cleaning supplies nope, they're by the register so i walked this whole fucking building to find all the cleaning supplies all i find it Big fat cleaning gloves. I'm like, let me get the mat back out. Nope, no gloves on the mat. So I walk around. I buy the gloves. I'm like, I know those. We buy those. I use these a million times. Gloves I'm getting. I go stand in this line that wraps around the building. I'm like, I'm gonna be so late. And they're gonna be like, where did he go? I went to Restaurant Depot and I got my ass kicked. <laughs> You were prepared. You were prepared. I was like, I've been to Sam's Club so many times. Yeah, then I restaurant demo. <laughs> so I'm standing in line and I'm talking to this, I'm talking to this this big black lady. <laughs> and we're just talking. And we're just talking about like, what do you do? Have, what do you work for? She's like, Oh, I work for a seafood restaurant. I was like, that sounds awesome. And we're just having like general discussions. And finally, the lady comes up. I don't know how to freaking check out of the restaurant depot. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you thought about them counting your boxes. So she's like, some fucking time. She's like, count. I'm like, dude, if she can keep her mind straight, then that's good for her. I just, okay, your restaurant depot card. I was like, did I bring a restaurant depot card? How'd you, did you just walk in? Yeah, supposed- no one stopped me. <laughs> I walked in. No one. no one checked the card. No one checked the mask. You just nothing. No, I just walked in. <laughs> like I, I told you guys, walk with confidence. That's no all. one stops I walk with confidence. Walk in. <laughs> And she was like, I'll ready to scan your restaurant depot card and taped to the map <laughs> is the restaurant depot card. <laughs> I drew this map on the side of a cardboard box that he gave me. You're walking around the restaurant depot with, with a cardboard, cardboard box. box. <laughs> with a yeah. map and a card <laughs> taped to it. And a white piece of receipt paper with a list. <laughs> so I finally assembled Written everything. with a marker. Yeah, I finally get everything assembled. I check out. I'm walking, and Drew calls me. 
where are you? I'm at Restaurant Depot. <laughs> I thought I was going to restaurant. I'm on my way to Restaurant oh, yeah, Depot. Yeah, we pulled into the parking lot. We seen your car there. That's how I got I was like, no, I went to Restaurant Depot, not you. We were confused. And uh, that's that's food trucking 101. Uh, it sounds like fun, though, <laughs> if you ask me. It's not as mind-numbing as my job. I mean, I, I hear Austin talk about it all the time, and it's kind of nice to see that he's happy about something, though, because I've known Austin for a while, and seeing him in, like, politics and shit, I could tell it, it fucking stresses him out, at least with what he's doing now, on top of the fucking politics, he does seem a lot more motivated and happier, so... To me, that's a plus. But Austin, buddy, Drew, Dylan, we've uh, unfortunately hit the end of the road. We've gone a little bit over, actually. I was trying to listen to Austin finish the story. That's why I didn't want to be a rude asshole. But uh, thanks, guys, for coming on. We appreciate it. Austin, buddy, as always, man, I'll see you next time. If you guys like what you hear here and you want to check out more, you guys need to go to the home base. That's the greatgirthpodcast.com. Again, guys, thank you for joining us. Austin, buddy, I'll see you on Friday. Adios.